1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. Uh, I love the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I'm sorry. With me, as always, my co-host, who does not exactly love the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Kristen Stuttered.
0: That's me. I am the one who represents the majority of people.
1: Yeah, the, the, (laughs) the way the public behaves and thinks about this institution, and maybe in general. We have with us a guest here. We're very excited to have him. We've had a bit of a streak of guests who we don't know prior. Yeah. And who are new to our world, but We're this coming is a, back
0: to our roots here. A
1: change of pace. Uh, someone who's been a close friend of, of both of ours for a long time. Uh, he's a screenwriter, he's a comedy man. He used to be uh, in, a in a sketch group sketch
0: with group us. sketch
1: group with the both of us. Yeah. Uh, and it's Connor Sullivan. Hi,
2: Joe. Hi, Kristen. Hi, uh, Connor. Oh boy, what a what a fun day we're going to have discussing uh, a topic that's very important to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I you know the, here's the deal. We could have, if we wanted to cover this band, we could have found a music journalist. Or a critic. Oh, yeah. Or, um, or a musician, perhaps. But I'd, I don't think there's... there's... Only
0: one, there was only one person that we truly considered, though. There, and that there, was you.
1: There's no other, yes. there's no other choice. We'll, we'll get to them in a second, though. Oh, sure. yeah. yeah. At first, though, uh, I, I'm curious. And we've talked about this before because uh, we're friends. <laughs> and I have cor- cornered you at parties uh, from time to time. But talk to me just about what you know about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in general.
2: Well, I, I guess my relationship with it is, is obviously not like yours. I I might be in the middle between you and Kristen of like Yeah. I was very moved like when Green Day got inducted in twenty fifteen mm-hmm. and I watched that whole like that whole special just so I could Catch every moment of theirs, and like
0: in case they cut to them in the crowd. You yeah, I was like, I just want
2: to see Trey Cool laughing at a little joke yeah. about, about about Bill about Withers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, you know, I would always follow it when it was like uh, when Tom Waits made it, something like that was exciting for me. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so when it
1: comes down to it, it's the the bands that matter to you. You'll you'll tune in, right? Yeah, like I think it's cool
2: when a band I love makes it, and but I'm not following it as. As you guys do like Yeah, you wouldn't it, of do a not. draft, dare I say. No, but I mean there are bands like that you guys have covered that I think it's insane, like like Zevon's not in, mm-hmm, correct. Which is crazy and yes. and uh, the replacements, mm-hmm. uh Jonathan Richmond, like all these kind of people where I'm like they I don't understand how yeah you could call something the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and not have These iconic bands But
0: And also as you can hear Connor has a type of music That he likes And it kind of Like you can hear (laughs) I think you can follow The The trajectory Of the type of music That you like And then backwards You know Into the older Rock music That you also like You know uh,
2: Yeah Very Very Lonely college rock music that is probably that would be the one. So Chris, yeah. yeah, so Kristen didn't have to say it. You, you, <laughs> yeah, you want to? I was, was definitely
0: you self-identify the, sad boy. I was
2: definitely the guy sophomore year of college who bought like an old navy jacket that kind of looked like Tom Waits' jacket. And Man, like, yeah, like that was definitely my. Is, vibe Is
1: there anything worse than in the two thousands a college kid who's really into Tom no. Waits? Oh. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> I, I what I I'm glad I got that out of my system in college in Milwaukee, where I was like sequestered. Yeah, so, so I didn't like get out here and there... all of a sudden, you know, talking to girls about the importance of Frank's Wild Years or something. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah, I was doing God. that at parties, and it probably explains why I didn't have sex until I was 20. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you're we're, you're very lucky that there's little evidence of that phase. God. There's no, some, I'm there's, sure. There must like be pictures.
2: There's like three pictures of me wearing like that and a Tom Waits like t-shirt. Oh just God. to really hammer it home. Yeah. Man. I never went for the pork pie hat though. I think that would have been like the last.
1: That's the bullet in the yeah, heart. That, that would have been it. it. The that's fedora. It was, we wouldn't be like, speaking level. to you right no, now. No, no.
0: <laughs> I think if you had gone that far. Uh, yeah, I remember in college, my college boyfriend used to play a Tom Waits CD sometimes while we were going to sleep, and I would make him turn it off because <laughs> it was too sad. <laughs> there was that one about an ice cream man who's really sad. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you that know song's song?
2: actually one of his cheerier songs. Uh, that's it's like, like
0: a, so sad. That's
2: like a sexy song about him being an ice cream man. Is it a sexy
0: that's song? That's from Closing
2: Time, which is like the only record of his where he doesn't have his like growl yet yeah like, it
0: wasn't that it, it, i also did a light in my friend's lighting project I um, she
2: did a song which is such a college thing yes. like oh we got a lighting project Let's a lighting like, project here's... I was in
0: her lighting project she had to light me there was a man tied up and I was chasing him around to some really weirdly erotic Tom was, Waits song it was
2: either a lighting project was either set to a Tom Waits song or a Stop Making Sense song those are like mm-hmm. college acting
1: lighting project songs. and
0: also yeah sorry for anyone who doesn't know what a lighting project is and you weren't a theater dork congratulations
1: <laughs> yeah it's probably best to not explain it and let them continue to live their life uh, without that knowledge. (laughs) I want to back up and talk about how how we can't – agree if this Ice Cream Man song is sexy or not. Okay, look up the, do you have the lyrics of Ice Cream Man. Can I'll l- look them up.
0: Or, I vaguely, I just remember that that song was like the one it's, where I was like, not the Ice Cream Man song, like any of the other ones okay on that album. I think album. it's like a song where
2: he's like an Ice I Cream Man of you. offering sexy treats. I, I believe that's what that song's maybe about. Maybe that's
0: why I hated it. Okay. It, it is, was, I thought it, maybe I He's like, I I'm it was your Ice death. Cream
2: Man baby, like that's what this oh, song is. I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's a good <laughs> there, song. It's, you're not saying it's effectively sexy, but he
0: was trying to be sexy. What's the last song on that album?
1: Uh, closing Time? <laughs> by Semisonic. <laughs> yeah, I think Connor, it's... Here's something you need to know about Connor. He thinks every album ends with Closing Time <laughs> yeah. by Semisonic.
0: Is the Ice Cream Man song the first song? It might be,
1: you might be thinking of the song Martha,
2: which is that very sad. That song is so sad. Yeah, yes, that, that song, song is
0: incredibly sad. Yeah,
2: that's a great song,
3: too. Yes.
1: I'll be clicking by your house Good about God. two forty-five. I think I just hated. Sidewalk I I just hated the idea Sunday of it. Strawberry Surprise. Ooh, I goodness. got a cherry popsicle right on time. Get out of a here! A big stick, Mama, Go that'll blow your big mind. Stick
0: mama. <laughs> Absolutely not! Get out of here! You. And wouldn't. I
2: was probably like a sophomore, being like, "That's his playful side, but it's he's got a dark side too."
0: So <laughs> funny that I thought I, there I'm conflating it with Martha which was the sad song on yes. that album mm-hmm. I h- think I just hated the content of that ice cream man song and That's you know what I'm totally right totally
2: fair no um, I, yeah I think I, so I cannot defend ice cream man <laughs> clicking by the
3: house about
1: Uh, I, I could keep going. No, no. I, I think Ma- I think Big Stick Mama really.
2: Yeah, um, it, we, says got, it all. we if got we got we Titled these
0: episodes, not you know. Connor discusses Weezer. We would just, this one would be called Big, Big, Stick, Stick. Big Mama. Stick Mama. Maybe that'll be the thing. Let's not forget at the end. At the end, end. yeah. If that's you have what you a should review, put in the review. You got to put Big Stick Big Mama.
2: Mama. yeah.
1: Yeah. So we oh, know. Good Christ.
2: <laughs> Let's get that hashtag Big Stick Mama going.
0: So then you 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 referenced. Um, uh, a couple of bands That we've talked about The Replacements being one And stuff You cannot believe They're not in Are yes. there any other Bands that you can think of That are notable Jonathan Richmond. We've Jonathan talked Richman about Jonathan Richmond
2: is Is one that It's a little more difficult Because he He's such a niche Yeah, yeah. He's uh, a little act. more fringe And like you could maybe Say the Modern Lovers modern But they lovers, weren't really yeah together long they, so they're one album they've done like one so album of demos and it's one of the best things ever could
0: you do a um could you do a joy division new order on that one i
1: don't think so it's tough like it's not the same and yeah. if, I, if i can just quickly uh after we released that episode there was a lot of back and forth online of, about a lot of twitter banter, i feel like i didn't do a, a good enough R.I.P. job
0: my mentions
1: um joy but, division kept going after ian curtis died almost without skipping a beat, and recorded songs that they had written to be Joy Division songs, and then all it was was the name change. Joy Division and New Order are are the same band. I'm sorry, that's just... I feel like I, I did a bad job and I was trying to be nice to Wendy, but she's not here. So <laughs> if Joy Division is not inducted with New Order, I will be standing outside the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum with a sign that says, uh, no no justice uh, for Joy. <laughs> no
0: justice, no order. <laughs> yeah, right? Um.
1: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> excuse me. And then
0: me. also hashtag fuck the singles category.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> That'll I, be on the back mm, for yeah. you. Anyway, yeah. Jonathan Richmond, I think... Uh, What's weird is like you could be a really great artist and not have a case to be in the Rock and Roll Hall. Would theme. he qualify
2: Would, for like the legacy uh, thing at some point?
0: I like, mean, isn't everything in the well, Rock what's Hall the thing of that Legacy? Rosetta the,
2: Tharp,
1: uh, oh, that that, that early was influence. Early, influence. The, early, influence. Okay, yeah, so he's that's, probably
0: not going to get it early. No,
1: yeah, but he
2: they everyone does. He's like, very respected. Oh, like, I love the, him. That's the first
0: punk record
2: that's what the, the people argue that the modern so. lovers
1: there's there's a case to be made for them i yeah. think
0: that album is very good. it's incredible Yeah. i really rolls. like it it rules and also hey iconic uh you know um what's the word the logo logo thank yeah. you i'm like why can i not think of the word yes. logo? i also
2: had a yeah. modern lover's shirt that yeah. i would wear in college and lecture people about the importance of it's a,
0: oh, sure that is a cool shirt that, that is a cool a shirt cool yeah shirt. but
1: i can imagine you were like begging for people to ask you what it was oh yeah absolutely that I was thing
2: like, yeah huh, right what about this huh
1: and everyone's
0: just yeah that's like me with my anti-flag shirt
1: People did not like it. Anti-Flag were maybe the worst timed band because they really came to after nine eleven. After nine (laughs) eleven, when flags were the thing.
0: But the thing about it was, was unless you hated George Bush, which I truly did, and so I was like, did Anti-Flag
2: rock against Bush? I I feel like they did. Did They they rocked against. I feel
0: like they had to be on Rock Against Bush. Okay. I definitely saw them live. I, I,
2: I, if I recall, the cover of *Rock Against Bush's like angry punk music, and then George Bush like holding his ears, like "Ooh, too loud, I can't." I mean, I definitely it had hurts. a Fat
0: Records, not my president George Bush shirt. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that I wore to a protest and was interviewed. For the local Peoria, Illinois <laughs> news station. Uh, wow, it. I can
1: confirm anti-flags uh, appearance on a rock against Bush. Yeah, at least Tom Waits right. is also on a rock against Bush. Oh my God! Um,
0: Man, remember when we thought that would be the worst thing that happened?
1: <laughs> I, I don't see that, but you know,
2: if you want, you want me to quickly. I think the day after tomorrow, which was on Real Gun, was
1: on one of the rock against Bushes.
2: There's, and I believe there were multiple volumes. There was, <laughs> there
1: was two. None more black. Some forty one. Alkaline Trio, Epixies, Anti Flag against me. The Offspring, The Get Up Kids, Rise Against, Ministry, Descendants, Authority Zero, The Soviets, Gelopi, Offer with DOA. Uh, RX Bandits, Strung Out, Strike, anywhere, ba- uh, the Ataris, Pennywise, Denali. <laughs> this is <laughs> just like blurry. the Warp
0: Tour, you <laughs> know. know. The 2000. world Inferno Friendship Society,
1: of. the Frisk, No Effects, Social Distortion, and Less Than Jake featuring Billy Bragg. Whoa, what? that actually sounds great. I have
0: seen probably two thirds of those bands at.
1: That's Tour. Volume One, <laughs> and Volume Two is. Green Day, Bad Religion, Operation Ivy, The Lawrence Arms, Dropkick Murphys, Flogging Molly, Only this Crime, Food Fighters, Lag Sugar Cult, Rancid, Sleater Kinney, Unseen, Yellow Card, Dillinger 4, Jawbreaker, The Bouncing Souls, Mad Caddies, uh, dwarves, sick of it all, no doubt. Useless ID, autopilot off. The international noise conspiracy, <laughs> do nots, hot water music, thought riot, music. and no use for a name. Oh,
0: no use for I a name. I love band.
2: most of those bands, and then
1: you, international noise conspiracy.
0: who are they? Sounding
1: International is in parentheses. Oh, oh. just oh, yeah, you that's a little like bit. The,
0: maybe they were English. They you were know? Swedish like rock maybe, band. Oh. maybe it was like noise. Cons- oh, oh, I actually do know who international noise conspiracy is. I definitely downloaded some of their songs from Napster.
1: Ooh, okay. Yes. Uh, yes. And I think it it was the dude from Refused. Yeah. If that means anything.
2: Oh, I I saw them Refused with The Hives this year.
1: Oh, no shit. It
0: Uh, was like
2: Swedish yelling uh, double. I would say
0: that also all of those bands at any given point were playing the Metro in Chicago between 1997 to 2003. They played
1: the mustard plug Christmas show at the Metro. (laughs) Yeah. Good God. Uh, Well, I don't think Weezer was on there. (laughs) No, well, uh, 2004 was, was a down period for Weezer. Was
0: Weezer rocking against Bush?
2: No, they never... They've never been political. They've never had any political leanings leaning or because in their
0: minds they still can't vote <laughs> this is very true
2: gross <laughs> but that was no 2004 <laughs> was one of the uh like down periods where in the first like first decade of being a weezer fan there would be four or five years would go by and you be like oh i guess they're never coming back and then yeah.
0: You're like, maybe it's finally over. Yeah,
2: maybe we can cement their legacy and then it just keeps keeps
1: going. Well let's let's talk about Weezer, yes. specifically what Weezer means to you uh, and why they're so important to you. Um I are they your favorite band? So I I've had this debate for about <laughs>
0: Ooh, twenty years. Is this an internal debate? Yes. Okay. Well
1: sometimes
2: sometimes with friends, but um
0: I'd but, love for someone to argue that your favorite band wasn't who you said yeah, they were. Yeah, like that's not your favorite
2: band. <laughs> It goes between Weezer and Green Day mm-hmm. Because those are the two bands That I discovered around the same time Of like falling in love with music And they were both the uh, The linchpins of my favorite album of all time The soundtrack to the movie Angus Oh that's oh, right Connor uh, loves the Angus soundtrack um, Which uh, But those And the two songs on that album Are both my favorite songs of each band What mm-hmm. songs are on the uh, album? J.A.R. Jason Andrelva's The Green Day Song
3: The way
2: I wanna live. And You Gave Your Love to Me Softly is the Weezer song on there, which is it's just incredible.
1: And that does that's the only album that song appears on. It's right? it's
2: popped up on like uh Pinkerton reissues like as a as a bonus track, but it's oh. in like a different version which is actually like a little a little angrier. But yeah, I mean They have been one of my favorite bands forever and they are one of the most frustrating bands to love and Mm -hmm. oddly sometimes one of the most rewarding because you've suffered through so much bullshit with them that when they put out a good song or a good record you kind of feel like you earned it.
1: Yeah, you know? like a lot of people fell off the train, but you stayed on and you, and you've been rewarded yeah. for your, your hard work. For, yeah, there's you'll there's, get
0: one single song out of 36.
1: Yes. Uh, well, yeah,
2: it's it's constantly been that way and ever since they came back in 2001 with the green album, that was like the first time Hard fans went no fuck this we're done and then right like, then the next album we're like okay it's pretty good and then the next one oh this is god like it just keeps going and to the point where I think I only know two or three other people that have been fans since the beginning that are still actively listening to new Weezer songs mm-hmm. like they've done such a good job of shaking people off their their <laughs> yes their trail that it's it's
0: so That's such hard That's a fun way to put it. Yeah, you know, they just shook all the people off their trail who <laughs> who were trying to follow them all the way to the top and yeah. they were like, "Uh-uh, we're That's, going straight I, to the middle." And baby. I'm sure we'll,
2: we'll talk about this uh, a little later, but like he I it, I think Rivers actively hates making Good Weezer songs. Mm -hmm. It it seems that he seems defiant. He seems defiant, and then when he like, he's like, "Oh, I'll I'll just put out a stupid little rock song." And it's the first song where, "Oh, this is oh, he still got it." It's so strange that most artists are like trying so hard to recapture their youth, and they put everything into it. And then when he does it, it's because he's being forced to, Mm -hmm. and he and it always sounds pretty good. And then when he wants to get adventurous. It always sounds just so shitty and like. Ugh. And, and. Yeah. And that sounds forced. Him being adventurous sounds extremely forced and bad.
1: They are cursed by their legacy. Yes. Which is kind of cemented for a lot of people, which is they came out with a, an amazing, impactful first album, mm-hmm. the Blue Album, the mm-hmm. self titled album. And then they had their follow up. Was you know for the fans and maybe initially was panned. Pinkerton, yes, uh, ended up becoming this cult hit eventually, and then they were gone for a while. And then it has been, even if you don't know anything about Weezer, you know that everything after that was diminishing returns. Even if it's not entirely true,
2: yes, no, that's that's the case. And um, the
1: arc and the story, the narrative is that it just keeps getting worse yeah but what all also part of the narrative is that they were able to have a commercial resurgence right they were able to somehow through all of this while the fans were falling off and hating them that they were able to find mainstream success
0: i'm curious we will get to this when we talk about longevity i am just like what do the kids think of weezer these days well
1: they think
2: Weezer's like a big silly like the The Africa cover is something that was so huge for them that they're sort of seen as like a really cool classic rock band that, like, does ironic. They kind of fit in with like shitty, ironic internet culture. Africa, I believe, was, if not their biggest. Highest charting song ever I, I think it, Ever? I, I, I wouldn't I think Beverly Hills Probably Beverly Hills charted there Hills, okay. oh, oh my god Hills might beat it. sucks It's
0: yeah. terrible
2: Well the thing The thing that's so odd about it, Even with the Blue Album Their first record And Pinkerton is When Blue Album was released Music fans hated it Because they thought it was Pavement for a major label And it kind of
0: and, was And, and that's it, it,
3: okay
1: It kind of is yeah. yeah But it came out at, at a very specific time In history Of Uh, Gen X, hating polish, hating caring about stuff. So what Weezer kind of represented didn't fit in the era of grunge. No, they were definitely like a...
0: They didn't have enough slacker aesthetic. No, I mean, but even though
2: half that record is all slacker aesthetic, like it's about like cutting work and to go just, surf yeah and, and it's
0: like people and it's all those weird talking <laughs>
1: yeah like the sweater I don't, song I do talking right yeah.
0: but Buddy Holly's not their top their number one what do you mean not the most their oh, top oh
1: not top? not in charting I'm no. sure just in, in cultural saturation it's, it's
2: and I'm assuming it's their most beloved song of all time If they just announced a tour today and there was like a commercial for it and the song that, that when they cut to Weezer playing was Buddy Holly it's just like that's the song that will define them
3: forever
1: that's part of the issue of looking at the charts the highest charting thing often doesn't represent what is the most defining or the most popular thing when all is said and done right But Beverly Hills, they just the the regular radio played like pop radio played nonstop. Yeah, and it was a top ten pop hit. Good. I think Perfect Situation was also a bit of a pop hit. What
0: is that? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, (laughs)
1: um, That's a nightmare. But uh, was the Angus soundtrack the first time you remember hearing? Yes,
2: and um, because I believe the producer of that of of the movie was this guy Rob Cavallo, who headed up Warner Brothers for a long time, and Basically, the movie is a advertisement for the soundtrack. You, they have characters talking about going to see Green Day. Oh, that's wild. And then wild. there's this oh, wow. prom scene where You Gave Your Love to Me softly is almost featured more than like the dialogue of the final scenes. The Are they performing the in No, it? they're not okay. they're not in it, but the
3: this isn't it, it, is world, Leo, it is a world it is a world where the music songs
2: music. at prom were like Mazzy Star and Weezer. So like my dream prom essentially. Yeah. You have been um, chasing that. I've been chasing it forever. <laughs> but that was the first time I ever heard uh, Weezer and then I think by the time I was really getting serious about listening to albums was their first comeback record, which was the Green album mm-hmm. in uh, 2001. And they that was when they were on SNL and they had that great performance of Island in the Sun where Will Ferrell is inexplicably playing maracas in the band, which I don't I don't think you can find online this is, right I was now. Like, Man, that but, is just
0: a real, that's a one-two punch for you. Yeah, it was like, Like yeah. you got actually a one-two-three punch. You got SNL, you got Weezer, you got Will Ferrell yeah, there was, cameo.
2: Island in the Sun is probably the first song after You Gave Your Love to Me Softly that I... Fell deeply in love with, and I think
0: this explains why you're able to still love them to this day because you didn't get into them when the first two albums. That's were
2: probably back. very true. Yeah, because I was I was too young to, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I I, don't, I didn't get into Pinkerton until I was the exact right age to get into Pinkerton, which is 14 years old. Uh-huh. Yeah, see, and, I
0: also got into Pinkerton when I was probably f- 15 or 16 or something like that.
2: Yeah, it's that's the perfect age. And then I, I feel like even in the last couple of years I would listen to a Pinkerton song And I'd be mad if I related to it too
1: much Because <laughs> it's like, oh <laughs> well, I, Hopefully like... it's
0: not the one about masturbating to somebody's letter uh...
1: Pinkerton has not aged well um, con- uh, Some of it content-wise
0: Content-wise
2: <laughs> I think it is um, I, I, My favorite musical moment of all time Is on Pinkerton And it's the guitar solo and Tired of Sex i think is like the most visceral exciting guitar solo i've ever heard it is it's so full of anger and despair and it's Mm -hmm. just it reflects
1: the lyrics
2: yeah and that song is about him getting tired of fucking groupies on tour and that's not relatable but there's something but it's honest there's it's very honest and the anguish in his voice in that song is oh it's just so beautiful and uh so yeah, I mean uh, there are he's lyrics about. of El Scorcho of like him stalking, yeah. <laughs> stalking a woman. <laughs> it oh sure, it sucks because
0: I love. El I mean Scorcho. that
2: song is incredible. I'm like you, so I'm here. I'm
0: that's my favorite song. Across the, the
1: sea ever. is the one where
2: he's across the sea is letters rough. Letters yeah, to, uh, so, but then again, that's another song where it's he was what, 25 twenty five I'm not excusing the grossness of the of the age difference. Uh he was like this tortured, anguished guy at the time and that song really does do well. a great job of painting that portrait. Oh my God.
0: We will get into this when we start talking about albums. Uh, I can talk a lot about this album. It was uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, pretty... Uh, I listened to it a lot, I would say, when I was, like, senior in high school, probably. And, uh, you know, I think, though, that, like, the the big thing about this album was, like, they wrote that beautiful, like, pop album, and then this album was more of, a, like, an you know, self-reflective art like artsy album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that then he was like, fuck it. I will never write another vulnerable song again. I, think I will that's very only true. And that's a... write garbage for well, the rest yeah, he, of my life. He got,
2: um, he took, uh, I think that's when he really got back in. He was going to Harvard when he wrote a lot of Pinkerton. I think he mm-hmm. went back afterwards and he, I, I there's something he, he created like this book of chords and, and tabs of like trying to un- Unleash like the what's the perfect perfectly structured pop song, and that's how he wrote the Green Album because the Green Album is the most sanitized like impersonal record almost formulaic career. It's still a a pretty great record because it's it's just really fun pop hooks and he's a great musician and songwriter. But yeah, there's no there's no soul there's no. I think Island in the Sun does have it even though Island in the Sun is a beautiful
0: song. It's lovely. It's Mm -hmm. a fun little treat.
2: Yeah. and and there are a couple other songs in that record i really like but yeah and that he...
0: video was cute where the giraffes were eating yes. leaves and stuff there's also <laughs> uh,
1: leaves is rivers oh sibling God,
0: i'm like what are you about
1: <laughs> did you know that i no, i, I thought found you were that about out to today. today i didn't know that I actually i
0: thought you were going to go leaves well we need to leave for no, a break like, i i,
1: I like... so i got yeah i was kind of reading up on him today and Rivers, I think it's his brother. The name is Leaves. So it's Rivers River and Leaves. and
0: Leaves. Rivers and, like, and Leaves. At,
1: uh, Rivers is like kind of an interesting yeah, name. A little creative. I get it. yeah. But then it's like, here are our kids. Rivers, Leaves, and, yeah. and presumably and streams. Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: okay.
2: It feels like you want to punch for his entire life, he's been going back and forth between this very... Creatively inspired, emotionally direct approach to life and songwriting, and then like hard. He was like a real metal kid. Like he loved metal. Yeah, and Like there's so sure. many songs about referencing Kiss and 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 stuff like that. And and that's so, the impersonal part of his life. And it's weird. Where that are he's they from?
0: from Where's Los he Angeles, from LA. They are. I think Rivers.
2: I know. I'm that not mistaken, it was, the, the band was formed. The band was in Los formed, formed in Los Angeles. Huh. and But Rivers spent a lot of time, I believe, in New Hampshire with his very hippie coming family as a kid. And there's a lot of they songs. They were hippies? Rivers, <laughs> and, yeah, Rivers and Well, leaves. there's a lot of songs written around the time of Pinkerton that are him kind of dealing with wanting to go back and, and live like a normal life. He, wanna, in the East. he wants to.
0: It's time he got back to the good to get life. Back to
2: the, well, uh, my other favorite Rivers Cuomo song is a song called Long Time Sunshine, which was. Uh, on one of the Alone uh, River solo compilation records mm-hmm. that came out two thousand six two thousand seven, and it's it's so many songs from that Pinkerton era are about he got his
1: success and now he's miserable. <laughs> Raised in an ashram in Connecticut, Cuomo moved to L. A. at eighteen.
0: There you go, and baby. An
1: ashram uh, is a spiritual hermitage or a monastery in Indian religions.
0: Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: we're cool. going to be, we're we're gonna gonna be just... jumping all over
2: here cuz there's so much insane stuff yeah, about this. there truly is. This guy and this band.
1: Um, so Connor, one of the th- one of the things that makes this uh whole idea of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame problematic and uh difficult to parse out is that music obviously is subjective. Right? How can you say one band is more worthy than another? Right. It's uh it's a fool's errand, but because I am a fool, I have put together a list of criteria and categories that I think of a band does pretty well in these they have a good shot at induction okay so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a little break and when we come back we're gonna see how weezer stacks up (laughs) we'll be right back welcome back everybody we hope you had a nice break we hope over the break
0: I hope that you um, learned something that brought you joy and not sadness, because I learned something that bummed me out over the break.
1: Very cool. <laughs> Very cool and fun. All right. Weezer uh, became eligible this year. So they are, for the first time, eligible to be on the ballot for the class of 2020, wow. because 1994 was the first uh, recording released by them.
0: So this is the year that they're eligible. Yes, this
1: is the very oh first time that That's they exciting. could potentially yeah. be on the ballot. Wow. Any Hall connections? Scott Schreiner, the bass player, played with the Cars when they were inducted in 2018. Wow. Oh, okay. So he's around. So he's shown up. He's he's put in some time. And then I'm trying to think if there's anything before we really get into it as a primer that we need to uh, say about Weezer. We've said a lot already. Yeah. Um. But, you know, kind of came out in the middle. Maybe even towards Mid-90s. the end of the grunge yeah. uh, era, with almost a power pop e uh, vibe, and then the, the the first two albums were the big ones: the blue album Pinkerton, and then, as we said before, Dimin- Diminishing Returns, Rivers Cuomo, the kind of nerdy proto emo uh, yes character. The,
2: the, he they, he's been called like the godfather of the emo movement. Yes, yeah. thick
1: thick uh, the, glasses, Buddy glasses, the Buddy Holly glasses. He brought him
0: back, and honestly. It, it's a vibe and it it's works for me I enjoy it
1: <laughs> And Weezer's got a, got a cool logo with They a have w. a cool
0: logo And also you know They have a great logo But then also it's very similar To the Wonder Woman uh, right. logo yeah. I don't know if you guys know so my friend, so One of my friends has The Wonder Woman logo Tattooed on her chest And people are always like, hell yeah, Weezer. And she is like... So sad. It's like really difficult. What a a shift from Wonder
3: Woman (laughs) to Weezer.
1: That's really... That's Uh, tragic. What a tragic
2: story. uh, Can we bring up the other members of the band? So Mm -hmm. if you want... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Yeah, well, so um, I believe the only band member that has been there since day one is the drummer, Patrick Wilson. Correct. Um, There was another guitarist. I believe his name is Jason Jason Cropper. Cropper. Mm -hmm. And then he was replaced by... Brian Bell, who's been with the band ever since. And he
1: and, and Brian Bell got in right uh as they were recording they were the rec- first album. Yeah, so
2: he's in like all the videos, but he didn't play. Oh, on but the he record. didn't play
0: on the Correct. On- and
2: then they've had um three bass players. The everyone's favorite is Matt Sharp who played on the first two, uh, on the first two and was the founding member of the Rentals.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I know that um, name. I like mm-hmm. that. A
2: lot I mean there's a, a lot of Weezer discourse for the first ten years was Weezer was great and then Matt Sharp left. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and then right. <laughs> he was replaced by uh, for the Green album with Mikey Walsh Welsh Welsh yes who had like a nervous breakdown during his first year with the band and then I he believe like, he, I can't do it he These left songs like are right in the middle of them getting ready to film a video for Island in the Sun Oh. and he I believe he's
1: dead he, he did he, he died, died in
2: 2011. Uh, Um, found dead in his apartment yeah and then he was then he was replaced with Scott Schreiner in 2002 who's been with the band ever since and they've had the same lineup since 2001
3: yeah
0: you know, you know you know I guess if it's broke just keep out, keep it broken <laughs> yeah what's just the, the how's it? Bro- Sorry. Goes? clearly I have many this is a band that I was not introduced to by a boyfriend okay uh, this, is a, <laughs> this is a band that, that I got into this was before I had any boyfriends yeah uh, it's a, it's or a, actually my high school boyfriend 100% hated Weezer he was is, like a metalhead I and think he that's a good way to Weezer.
2: put it though it's, uh, Weezer is a band for people that do not have boyfriends or girlfriends yeah <laughs> that, that's very good yeah
0: this um, Yeah I really liked The Blue Album And my um, uh, I saw Weezer I saw Weezer When they were touring After the Blue Album Who I saw them Yeah I saw them With No Doubt I saw Weezer and No Doubt in probably 1996. I was a freshman in high school or like 97, something like that. That sounds fun. Yeah. And it was like a very, very fun, cool concert. And I went because I loved Weezer and my friends all loved No Doubt. And now I love both bands. But, you know, one of them has uh, stayed the course and one of them has...
1: Not done Not much. Done. Yeah. Like
0: they
2: haven't and, done
1: and enough answer, to tarnish their legacy. The answer might surprise you. <laughs> okay, but, yeah. but that's
2: the that's the primer then. Yeah. yeah,
1: let's talk about the first category, which is critical acclaim, which is a complicated one Ooh, for Weezer. Yeah. Yes. yes, because it, it, they come out of the gate strong and then fall off, but then weirdly towards the end you know, or more recent, I should say, years there's been some peaks again. Yes. There's it's almost like there's a, there's a valley, obviously not go- and never coming back up quite to the level of the Blue Album or Pinkerton, but... Of well,
0: critics are liking things that they do They again? certainly
1: yes, are liking, they like the White Album the, and everything. The White
2: Album, which we'll talk about in great detail later, because it's, it's one God. of the best things they've ever done. I And then it. Uh, Everything Will Be Alright in the End, which was their first uh, quote-unquote return to form record where they brought Rick Ocasek
1: back to produce. Yeah. So, again, it's not like back to the heights of those first no, two, but no. it's certainly yeah. a a noted improvement from the album's report. And before
2: it. Um, in the last 10 to 15 years, I think there's been a lot of critical acclaim uh, retroactively for the Green album and for Maladroit. Those records I have guess. had like... Uh, they're not like seen as classics the way that the first two are. But yeah, they're some Yeah, they're not put on the same uh, plane as like...
1: Hurley or Pacific Daydream. <laughs> oh my Dream.
0: God! Did, uh, how are these? I, I, I'm just I bringing
1: up garbage records. So, but, but let's yeah. talk about then classic albums. It's very clear that the two classic albums that Weezer has in their discography is the Blue Album, the which is the debut, and then Pinkerton. Yes. yes. Now, do you guys think that either of those two or I guess any other album just there's, for fun. There's
0: only those two in my opinion. Would show
1: up on the Rolling Stone list of the 500 greatest albums.
2: Oh, they, one of them
0: has I to. I think at least one of them is on it. I, feel, I bet it's the Blue Album. I
2: wonder if it's Pinkerton as like a apology for a like negative Did they get review. Did like, I think Rolling Stone gave a really bad review when it came out, and then oh, when it was reissued, it was like a five star. But I, I think at least one of them I has to be
0: the first. Okay. Um, uh, gosh. I'm, I'm gonna Sorry.
2: go. I'm gonna go on a limb and say Pinkerton. You're gonna say. Do Pinkerton. You think only
0: one is on there, and you think it's Pinkerton.
2: If if I had to choose one, yeah. Okay, Kristen, what do you
0: think? Ooh, okay, I think that at least one is on there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, in my heart, it's Pinkerton, but I think that knowing the like, just feeling the Rolling Stone vibe. Uh, of like they love a debut album and that one is incredibly classic and like mm-hmm. iconic and important to the band so i think it's gonna be the blue
1: this is the blue album it okay. is it is the blue album Yay, okay, yeah okay makes sense yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> fits more with the rolling stone set right yeah uh where do you think it falls
0: okay out I, of 500 I, okay i don't think it, we're gonna be up top but i I always put things in the three hundreds. Maybe oh, I'm going maybe with the three hundreds. Maybe it's in the t- maybe it's like
1: we like to do specific. Yeah, oh, okay. okay maybe just it's like, in case, here's
0: what I'm going to guess: two ninety eight. Right. I bet it's higher than that, but I'm, I'm just going to do that. I'm
2: going to go three thirty seven.
1: Uh, so this is number a moment two ninety nine. <gasps> Whoa. Oh my God. <laughs> and you you, you even win by prices Right rules because he didn't go over even yeah. though that doesn't apply here
0: wow have I this is the closest I've ever gotten I, yeah. did I ever you, get it
1: you got it? within five once and then we lost the recording <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's
1: right. so I'm worried about this uh, oh my but gosh. yeah I mean wow. Kristen really good wow. 2 wow. Nine, $2.99. I
0: want you guys to know that I truly have never ever opened the list I wouldn't even know where to fucking right. look for it I don't know what it is is, and I do not care. Mm-hmm. These are just a fun thing for me to guess,
1: and for a reason. And I'm pretty good at you're it. You're good at it. Wow! Yeah.
0: Two. It was, was two ninety nine. It's
1: two ninety nine.
0: Wow. Okay. Incredible right. stuff, Kristen. good for me. Yeah, that's uh, a good comeback because I really I biffed I biffed one recently. I really was like hundreds <laughs> off. So yeah,
1: it was. We, but now that all is forgotten, <laughs> yeah, uh, she's back on top, baby. Wow. Uh,
0: that but makes yeah, sense.
1: those. So, but I think both those albums you can easily classify as classic. Yes, absolutely. Which helps their case. The next category. Can is, I also really yeah. quickly
0: about the albums because you know you we've talked about. I um. I, I think it's pretty <laughs> clear that I fall into the category of people who think that their first two albums are incredible and everything after that is basically garbage yeah, if you'd yeah. like
1: i can run through the whole discography I, real quick. Ooh, oh my god I, can i, I let you, you can, I can, from memory. I think I can do this will be your rock hall of and physical. i and,
0: and can i say i think with the exception of the songs like island in the sun and i think that might be the only song after those first two albums that i think okay. is worth anything okay <laughs> I, great. I,
2: I will say i have made a spotify playlist for someone who said they never made good music after the Green Album that I can share with you guys. It's mm-hmm. my personal best of. Oh, of we'll the tweet that out. Post-Green
1: Date. We I'm will sorry, tweet that out. Albums. And I believe that playlist is titled, Um, Actually? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see if you can do the discography okay. cr- in chronological yes, order. I can,
2: okay, okay, so uh, 94 is Blue Album. Yes. 96 is Pinkerton. Good. 2001 is the Green Album. Yes. 2002 is Maladroit. mm mm-hmm. uh, 2008 is the Red Album. You missed one. Oh, wait. wait. Uh, wait, oh I'm sorry 2005's Make Believe yes. Oh
0: wait Make Believe uh, Good God I remember m-
2: uh, I, I, It's rightfully forgotten What uh, was the
0: song On Maladry Dope, Dope B- Hash Pipe Dope Nose and, and Keep
2: Fishing Were the singles on Maladry Good
0: God Forgotten
2: Keep Fishing's really good okay. uh, 2005's Make Believe 2008's the red album 2009 is Ratitude Wait there
0: was a red album Yes yeah.
2: oh, We'll okay. get into so that So we it
0: went green So so the colors so far Are blue, blue green, green red, red.
2: Uh, okay. 2009's Ratitude 2010 Ratitude. is Hurley Mm -hmm. and the compilation record "Death to False Metal," which is a bunch of rarities, wasn't even looking at Uh, that. Okay, Uh, 2014 is "Everything Will Be All Right in the End." Great. 2016 is um, the uh, third best Weezer record of all time, the White Album. How dare they? Which
1: might have technically been 2015. Uh, It was April 2016, actually. Okay, I was very excited about that record. I got to finally. Well, actually, I was just looking Um, at the.
2: The, yeah, the the singles, singles that came, came out, out yeah, that, yeah. In um, then uh, twenty seventeen is Pacific Daydream. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that album is a nightmare. Um, f- I think it's like February twenty nineteen is the teal album, which is their covers '80s covers record. Tw- and then the last released record is the black album, which is a pile of shit. Okay, uh, there you go. So that is their discography.
0: Here's my thoughts on Weezer. After he got burned by you know his vulnerability on Pinkerton, uh, and then decided to just never ever evolve again, uh, I I feel I feel that it is embarrassing that they are still writing songs as though they are in high school. It is embarrassing to me to hear That's, some of their music. I
2: will I want to come to their defense a bit, and that is not entirely accurate of their discography. There are a lot of Introspective and sweet songs That span that discography It's just With the exception of The White Album in 2016 Which I cannot recommend enough It is such a great record And we'll talk about it later I'm sure But uh, there are
0: Oh no! This is the time.
2: This
1: is Okay, so that. But, re- but to uh, <laughs> Kristen's point, the singles from the White album seem like they—they they are not from great singles. A teenage perspective. Yes. They're called "Thank what God are... for Girls" and "Do You Want to Get High?"
0: I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> but fucking—and that's like ten years after they released Hash Pipe. I'm just like, who the mm-hmm. fuck are you? Like,
2: but it's—I will. Uh, that one is was technically a concept record, and the <laughs> <laughs> the the but. <laughs> Let me just stress, though. Thank the, God for girls. They got this producer, this guy, Jake Sinclair, Get who produces here. a lot of, like, alt synth pop, and he was in a Weezer cover band as a kid, and he loved Blue and Pinkerton, and he wanted to make a record that sounded like that, Which, but it was also, like, a new thing, and he he basically assigned them the concept of, like, write a beach record, and...
0: But not Pacific Daydreams. So,
2: but, um... confused. So, my... my uh, theory on weezer records is if um if you read an interview with them about the making of the record if it seems like they didn't have a good time making it it's probably a good record because they talk about how tense it was with Mm -hmm. that producer and then when they're like the black album was like we had a lot of fun getting adventures and it's just true trash
0: also the white album the nerve the absolute gall, the all <laughs> yeah. out. Uh, oh, come trust. on, the re,
2: it's like the replacements calling something Let It Be. <laughs> yeah. I like when that happens. But, um. but
0: they're the replacements, mm-hmm. and this is late-term Weezer. Yeah. Uh, true, late true. Late-term? Late-term. Yeah. This, is, this late-term. is a late-term It's abortion. not too late. It's not too late.
1: <laughs> okay, oh, a way to go through the albums is to kind of talk about the songs. Yes. That is the next category, like their iconic recognizable oh, yeah. songs. yeah. So, and we'll kind of do it chronologically. Their biggest iconic song we've already talked about it from the Blue album and of their entire career is "Buddy Holly." Yes, yes. that's the one. It was I learned on the startup disc for Windows ninety five.
2: Yes, oh my yes, God, really. It's it, yeah. The video was loaded yeah. onto Windows ninety five.
1: Wow, and, and it's a fun video. It's the Happy Days. That's yeah, the Happy Days thing. Yeah, that's Spike Jones directed. Uh, and then I would
0: say other. God, that is just like the most Gen X thing it could possibly be. It's like. A ni- it is the 90s using the 70s that they're really pulling at the mm-hmm. exact it's right. Like
2: it's cementing the nerd rock yeah. sort of thing that they have.
1: Gosh. Yeah.
0: And he's saying, he's calling out his aesthetic as well. Yes. I mean, yeah. it's just like genius. That's truly a stroke of perfection.
1: Yeah. And then the other big, I would say, say it ain't so, yes. is probably My the God. gem from the Blue Album.
2: And then uh, you have the other big singles, Undone. Undone, the
1: sweater song.
3: On
2: the radio, you'd hear Undone more
1: than you'd hear... Say it ain't so i, th- that's I think true. Say it yeah. Ain't so is uh, i think the better song yeah. those are the three like anyone could recognize them songs from yes. the blue album yes. mm-hmm. uh and then i would say if you don't listen to pinkerton like if you're not a music fan or a weezer fan you are not going to happen upon those songs yeah. in the world.
0: My mom only knows them because I was playing them so I,
2: often. I think El Scorcho was if enough of a radio. Yeah. If there was one that hit it's
1: El Scorcho. Uh, uh yeah, I would still I would still consider but yeah, that. Yeah, like The Good, Good Life and Pink
2: Triangle were singles,
1: but they didn't really gain a lot of no. traction. So then they went away for a little bit and they came back with a green album and uh Island in the Sun, I think, is up oh, there yeah. with Buddy Holly as as big of a song as they and have in a recognizable...
2: Hashpipe is a colossal radio hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hashpipe, an absolutely. an inescapable song. Even though
1: Hashpipe is, uh, in comparison to Island in the Sun, I think almost across the board, objectively the, wor- the worst song. But <laughs> it's.
3: <laughs>
1: so then Make-Believe had their... Biggest hit at the time, Beverly Hills. Which I is,
0: truly hate that Beverly song. Hills. is
1: like a dirge of a song. It's, it's just it, I, they're not trying hard. but I like
2: it, it as camp, but mm-hmm. I don't like it as like a, an actual Weezer song.
0: Too, because it is so omnipresent that like right. i mean you know i've driven through beverly hills and through no fault of my own gotten that song stuck in my head.
2: Mm-hmm. Well there's a there's a peter framptony talk box guitar solo yeah, in that there song. Is. Oh, what?
3: That's uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow wow
1: wow wow wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, and then also on make believe was a great song perfect situation. Uh,
0: This is kind of like their Jenny Lewis Rilo kylie ish song. It's definitely that. This era. has a very Rilo. Ky- is this 2006? You said it's 2005. 2005, and, uh, yeah. The whole the rumor was kylie he scrapped
2: vibe. all the demos for for the next record to get uh, personal and emotional again. And the record is like very hollow, personal, emotional songs. There's some great like guitar work on it, but it is the lyrics are just so shoddy and mm-hmm. like.
0: It's funny, because, like, like, yeah, I've never heard that song. I think I had really, truly given up on Weezer <laughs> after... This is where
2: people start the, I was
0: just like, absolutely yeah, not. I would yeah. never, g- ever seek them out. I couldn't have... Ca- I, I felt so betrayed and angry at them. And to hear that song, though, it's interesting, just, like, that vibe. I mean, I love Rilo Kiley, so it's funny yeah. that, like, yeah. I... Did not. It's
2: definitely that mid-2000s
1: yeah. radio rock, and there are some good songs. but yeah. And then on the Red album, it had Pork and Beans. Which, which was, was a big hit. What was the a big,
0: fuck is that?
1: Big hit. I'm gonna do the things
3: that I wanna do I ain't got a thing to prove to you i need my candy with the pork and beans Excuse my manners if I
0: make Is that some stupid, like... Uh, friggin you and me baby ain't nothing but mammals type thing no
2: no no pork and beans is basically a song about uh they're just gonna keep being weezer y'all like that's it's it's a good song it had like a very um viral video referencey video with like all the people liked it internet Stars of that era That song was pretty big I Who mean, was
0: big on the internet At that time
2: It was like Chris Crocker Leave Britney Alone <laughs> uh, Oh, my god. Day, <laughs> uh, oh like, my god The video is like A perfect encapsulation <laughs> yeah. Of the internet It's like It even has like um it even, I think it even has Like the G.I. Joe <laughs> Guy Like uh, oh things in it Oh my god Yeah um, That record is Really weird Because yeah. the last half Is every Again, other member Of just... Weezer gets uh, A solo song And like Scott Schreiner Does kind of like A rap rock song and uh, hmm. it's, it's not a successful record. There's a couple songs. There's a song called Greatest Man That Ever Lived, which is insane. It's like a six-part orchestra song where there's like a Baroque chorus in there. And he does falsetto. What song was that? Uh, that was Rivers. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. It's, I, it's one of my favorite Weezer songs because it's so crazy and fun.
1: Then, I mean on Ratitude, if you're wondering if I want you to that is one of their best singles
0: That
2: song is incredible. I
0: don't know it. it's
2: that's one of their absolute best singles.
1: It's very catchy, very fun
0: Like that song could have been written by yellow card do you know what i mean yeah like, with that, a different
1: production but like <laughs> that's yeah, the and
0: also like, that's yeah. the
1: first record
2: ratitude's the first record where he stops writing everything by himself he starts bringing in co-writers i think he writes a song with the all-american rejects on that like, album
0: what like, year was that was 2009 because that to me it's again it's fine it's fine i actually don't like that song I do i'll be think
1: after that their, in terms of songs that everybody would know, they did have some uh, alt rock radio yes. hits that fell away pretty quickly. Right. Okay, but like, not but, uh, really until, and it's crazy that now this is part of their canon it, the cover of Africa. Yeah.
3: This
1: is played a lot. A number one hit on the alt rock charts I, and charted in the on the pop charts too. And I have
0: never heard it. I mean, if I you, have you heard Africa? Of course, I've heard yeah, Africa. Yeah, the
1: point the, is it's
2: that exactly the same. They don't do anything with it. The, the what? Yes, they it's, don't do anything because
1: it was um, this girl started that at Twitter, the
2: Twitter to get Weezer to cover Africa, and
1: every day or so she would tweet, "Hey Weezer, you should cover Africa by Toto." She would just tweet it, and it wasn't even that popular of a Twitter. And then then they trolled
2: her, which was funny, as they covered Rosanna.
1: Yeah, they put Rosanna
2: and that's actually that cover actually sounds more spirited and fun.
3: Well,
2: the whole teal album is them covering fun '80s and '90s songs with no. No, spin, cha- no no spirit spin. no soul it's and it's so plotting and fraudulent and it <laughs> makes me like and it makes you like nostalgic for something like an album like ratitude where it's a little childish it's a little dumb but at least rivers was very engaged and he's having a lot of fun How old
0: are they now they're, they're in th- their um, late scott's 30s. in his
2: mid-50s i know he's like older than the rest of the
0: band yeah, i think well, rivers you know, is
1: almost 50 that makes sense because it's 25 years from yeah. the first recording oh, so yeah. if they were in their 20s yeah. i
2: i still again I, I keep coming back to the white album but Please listen to that record. It's such a good encapsulation of Rivers being engaged mm-hmm. and writing good, catchy songs. If you had to again. pick
1: one song from that album.
2: There's Okay, there's this song called Jacked Up. And again, I hate these titles. Here's the
0: thing. I, To begin uh, with, I was definitely not going to listen to the White Album. And now I'm like, I was like, but maybe if there's one song. Well, okay, I could, I'll say I there's could a song called song. California
2: Kids that is a really oh good song. <laughs>
0: this is insufferable it's
1: it's your, your curse is that you
0: have to <laughs> like
1: these songs with but these like, terrible titles f-
2: fucking Brian Wilson wrote songs with these stupid titles and we all like it and I So it's, I think it's very this hypocritical for people <laughs> I know but fucking Brian Wilson put out a rap song <laughs>
1: I know what? I know, I know. called
2: smart girls but don't worry Rivers Cuomo also put out a song called Smart Girls.
1: <laughs> Guys, I think it's I think it's yeah. time to move on I'm to the next sorry, category. Yeah. Next category is commercial success. Well and this is like like we said, well, it, they've been able to maintain a career and get songs on the radio and I mean this is both commercial success and longevity, I guess is what I'm saying. But like they've sold tens of millions of records. Yeah. They are and when we talk about the next category, longevity. Like It's hard to think of any other group that has been able to put out music that gets played on the radio consistently for this long. The
2: fact that they're still in the conversation and you know other bands from that era, like even like the Smashing Pumpkins, don't have the same no, not even a little bit longevity. Absolutely not. And like they were arguably so much bigger in that time period, but but they fell off fast. They fell off really fast, and even when they got back together, there wasn't like this. They they even tried to do sort of like an ironic silly rebranding last year with some new like videos. They have like a a fun video with them and Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray, and it just doesn't. It. So it, sad. Nothing clicks, and a lot of bands are trying to do what Weezer has done in the last five years, which is well, stay relevant, kind of by selling their soul. It's
1: wild, like but I they're just, still around. Yeah, I don't know what what it is, but even like now when Foo Fighters puts out a new song it'll get played and then it goes away pretty quickly right there's something about Weezer songs as they get played and then they stick around and they become part of the fabric I it's think a weird it's thing. I
2: think so much of it is because they're so frustrating that you you all, like all my friends that are Weezer fans were always like fighting and apologizing for this band and I think that's probably why they're still in the conversation because they're well, uh, they are fun to talk about.
0: And I also think that you, we nailed it earlier in the podcast when we when I was like what do the kids think about Weezer? And it depends on where you come into contact with Weezer. Someone like me who came into contact with the first two albums as they were coming out and like I have a real Nothing will ever be as good as those two albums, in my opinion, you know. Mm -hmm. And whereas you came in later. And then even later, we have kids coming to them through, like, this Africa cover where they probably think Weezer wrote Africa or something. But
2: then they go and see, like, oh, they have all these amazing songs.
0: I, I think of, like, I gave my sister the Blue album when she was in eighth grade. Okay. She didn't like it she wouldn't let she didn't listen to it Hmm. and then like she came around she got really into like blink 182 when she was in high school and college and And then
1: you can backtrack and then she kind of yeah
0: and so it's I I think that kids kids these days I think that the youth um (laughs) probably they have a totally different idea about what Weezer is I saw them do a
2: a benefit show where it was clear they only had like 45 minutes to play this probably two or three years ago and it was the most solid hit after hit after hit. So it's I mean they have like forty five minutes of
1: of wall
2: to wall hit material, and I think that alone is enough to get them into the the hall of fame. Yeah.
1: Next category is innovation influence, which the Blink One Eighty Two thing makes me think that like I mean they I don't think they're particularly influential or innovative. I I
2: I disagree uh, solely through Pinkerton. I think. Uh, the Blue Album is a very, not derivative record, but it is not like a, an original sounding record. Pinkerton did spawn an entire emo movement. And okay, and, interesting, yeah. And I think a lot of bands from that era that followed, like a lot of the sort of emo pop-punk bands that follow, always cite Pinkerton as this was the record that got me into music. This is the the lyrics that inspired me to write music. So I think that I, I think that album... There are bands that have much more consistent discography, discographies, excuse me, but none have an album that made that much of a dent in like a, a
1: movement. It's that, like a point that, of origin for it's a genre. Like, yes,
0: it's really funny because it's like imagine Weezer if they didn't make Pinkerton. <laughs> like, like I would just B-50 be like, who gives like, they'd a shit? Just be fun. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah. I don't even know. I I don't think I'd care about them nearly as much if they had to remove made that, album. that album. Yeah,
1: what does that do the legacy? Yes, yeah, yeah. complicates it.
2: It certainly takes away the innovation
1: aspect yeah, of it, yeah, for sure.
2: Like he'd be a great songwriter, but no.
1: All right, guys, we're yeah. here at the last category, okay? Which was, does my mom know them? <laughs> and I and I texted my mom, and her response was, yes, I do, especially since they did a cover of that Africa oh, song. Oh my
0: gosh, she said that Africa so song. So it truly worked, like it wow. truly.
1: Because I remember talking to my mom not long ago, where she was like, "Why are they playing Africa on?" <laughs> The radio again, and I was like, "Oh, that's not Toto." And she's like, "Yeah, it is." <laughs> I was like, "No, that's how much that song sounds
0: exactly wow. the same." I am to- it was I'm glad such a
1: shrewd
2: move by like their clearly like their management was like, "Just do it," and
1: like you get at see- worst it's funny, yeah. at best it's on the radio for a while. Yeah,
2: and it really, I mean, they're doing a stadium tour next year. Like no mm-hmm. other bands. I mean, they're doing it with Green Day, but. No other bands from that era are doing a stadium tour.
0: Um, my mom called just as we were about to start recording, and Joe was like, don't forget to ask her if she knows Weezer. And I was like, "I was like, she does. I was like, Mom, do you know who Weezer is? And she said, of course. And then she kind of giggled. Uh,
2: yeah, she was thinking of those dirty lyrics from Fingerton. <laughs>
0: my mom was thinking of the T-shirt that I bought at I the Weezer show in 97.
1: But Weezer has saturated the culture. Ever, that's yeah. a huge uh market the in their favor the point that
0: their logo is not like is more people As, would if see not that more... not wonder woman
1: yeah
2: yeah i i mean it's honestly sometimes you can attribute a lot of their lack of hits in the last 10 years to you know the fall of rock radio like there's rock radio sort of irrelevant mm-hmm. now but you know th- they still have songs that pop up and in, even in these trash records that are like really solid and he can keep he can support he put they put out a song today uh the end of the game that I think is a really good weezer single the can't find
3: you. I'm it's like and
2: it's and it's them going back to all right, you want '80s like <laughs> rock? You want solos? All right, you sons of bitches! Here's some solos, yep. and then you're like, "Oh, no one can play guitar as well as Rivers Cuomo can." And in, it's in that way, yeah. It, um, it's I, I saw them do a show in 2011 in Chicago where the first half was uh, they went uh, chronologically back in time from their newest single to the blue album for the first half of the show. And then the second half, they just played Pinkerton straight through. Oh, that's I the way to like do it. I would like to go to it that, was, that was, show Five best...
0: minutes late <laughs> <laughs> and stay. Well,
2: the, I, I think the best show I've ever seen uh, was Rivers Cuomo played the high hat in Highland park in Los Angeles, solo acoustic. And it was him just playing mainly blue and Pinkerton sung solo. And then he, like, covered Smashing Pumpkins 1979, and I could not stop crying. Aww. Good God, yeah. And then he played solo acoustic with Brian Bell this was at the Troubadour he did another acoustic show Mm -hmm. he he played you gave your love to me softly
0: and you were like I I, I, Uh I, I'm
2: 11 the video of the whole show is on YouTube and you can hear me scream oh my god like (laughs) very loudly
0: when (laughs) it starts
1: all right it's time Uh, for the verdict should Weezer be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will they get in if so when Kristen will start with you
0: wow you know god this one is there's not an obvious answer to me on this i mean i think they probably should they're a pretty important band but i'm not gonna fight for them you know i'm like eh, sure i guess is where i'm gonna put it um uh will they get in i bet they get in eventually because they're a really big rock band and like they're just so incredibly known And they were really, you know, they broke that genre Kind of, you mm-hmm. know, they were pretty important in that time And, you know, the voting body is gonna We're gonna get to those bands soon And I think they're gonna be part of it uh, I don't think they're gonna get in on their first year I, I couldn't see that happening It would be a El Shaco if it happened Oh Oh
1: boy, oh boy. <laughs> um,
0: I, Kareem Uh Uh, so I think, I don't know. I think they'll get in maybe, maybe in five to 10, maybe 10. Okay. That's what I
1: informed Connor. What do you think? I
2: mean, I definitely think they'll get in. I could see them getting in earlier, sort of like how, um, the Oscars now have like poppier movies to try and get Mm -hmm. ratings. And I think to have like a a more current rock band would be good for the broadcast. It would be yeah. good. I think for that, that reason alone, point. they'll probably get in a little sooner than that. I, I don't know if they get in right away, but you never really know. I mean, they they might be able to kind of, again, with management, truly put it around an album release. Like they have an mm-hmm. album coming out around yeah. the time of the next ceremony. Which is what in like April, yeah, uh, yeah. So they have an album scheduled for May. So I could see that being like a well, an album to promote. And this to, like I could see the shrewdness of that. But I think probably in within two to three years they'll they'll get in. And, and oh, I wow. obviously they're one of my favorite bands. I think they deserve it. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to as we've seen today. It's hard to dig through some of the junk, but there is a lot to uh, respect and appreciate yeah. about them if you really. Uh, want to do the work
1: well you know what rivers cuomo tweeted in september 28th of 2018 I suspect we will get elected to Rock Hall with Oasis, and the induction ceremony will sure be in Cleveland. Are you sure this is not
0: a Trump tweet?
1: <laughs> it, I mean, he thinks the, that
0: they'll that, like the verbiage is bizarre. I, know.
1: I suspect we will get elected to Rock Hall yeah. with Oasis, no. and the induction ceremony will be in Cleveland in 2020. Looking forward to it.
0: <laughs> I love that rivers. is a fucking Trump tweet. That's that is wild. wild. <laughs> it's
2: wild as hell. Um, we we didn't even get to the whole point. Uh, we didn't even get to the uh, failed single he wrote, where he got on Tinder, and uh, and wrote a song. I don't yeah, hear about yeah. This. I hate it. I don't want to hear don't... about it. I... Anyway,
1: I I, <laughs> I think Weezer yes. should get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think they just they have two classic albums. They have more songs than you initially think mm-hmm. when you're thinking about Weezer everybody knows them and the longevity is like an incredible feat I think Um, I think they will but I just can't see the voting body that didn't elect Radiohead in their first year being able to uh, understand what to do with Weezer for another 10 years would be my guess
2: off the off just your head what are some other bands that are eligible this year
1: that could be so I think Notorious B.I.G. is going to walk right through I think they're going to go right in uh, but the other, um, well, it's
0: because he hypnotized everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> he sure did. Um, it was all a dream. So I think, th- I think Biggie will get in this year. I don't think anyone else who's eligible this year will probably even make the ballot. We talked about Oasis last week. They're eligible this year. Okay, uh, yeah. which is why Rivers uh, name checked them. <laughs> Uh, And then beyond that, it's bands that are going to have to take some time. We're going to do an episode just on first-year eligibles next week, probably.
0: Fire.
2: It'll be so fun to see that tweet quote tweeted when that actually happens. Yeah. uh It'll be so funny to see him call that shot. Just the
0: the verbiage on that was disconcerting. Uh, I,
2: (laughs) I read that Rivers doesn't even use Twitter as much as he has like tweets on a timed Released, okay. so like that's funny So, which I he find it even it's weirder sweet. that yeah. he like wrote that down and then set a time for that to be released into so the world so funny
1: um, alright but let's say they get inducted we talked about the band members already do you think I think you put in basically everyone you said maybe not Welsh but I could see I mean he played he on the Green album might get it album. because he passed, he passed away, away. Uh, uh, but uh, and obviously not that Cropper guy because yeah. he was never Sharp on. would definitely be Sharp. involved
2: I think um, over the last 10 years Rivers and Matt have there have been I think like appearances on each other's shows yeah like, so I think there is enough uh, goodwill there that I think he would maybe he, he, he would, would probably like up. I and I bet he'd Play like if well, they did
1: three songs. August thirtieth, twenty nineteen, in Rolling Stone. Why Matt Sharp would pass on reuniting with Weezer wow. at a Hall of Fame induction. Oh, wow, okay. And it's, Wait, it, it,
0: at it, Hall of Fame induction? Yes, Dang. specifically for the they Rock Hall. Whoa, they asked him Yeah, it, it
1: because because they were saying, well, it's the twenty fifth anniversary, so you guys are eligible. What do you think? And he just said, uh you know, I don't think so. Kind of out of deference to scott schreiner to be like he's he's been with the band for so long uh
0: just put two bases up there baby they do with drums all the time
1: but (laughs) i don't know i could he could be convinced but he he said that he's like i don't imagine so i I can't see music quite like that
2: i mean i love matt sharp but scott schreiner is so fun to watch like play Mm -hmm. with that band like he is the most fun he's the the fun of that band playing live
1: who inducts Weezer, who gives the speech, I think the obvious choice is Rick O'Casey. That's
2: that would make a lot of
1: sense. Oh
0: yeah, because he produced he produced um, blue
2: album and the green album, and uh, he produced blue, green, and everything will be all right in the end. Okay, uh, and those are all uh, very interesting and well produced records. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say the only other person I could see maybe doing it would be like Nerd Rock King Elvis Costello like with oh, the same lo- c-
0: like could he- we have that many glasses on the stage <laughs> could we do it would There'd that t- be...
1: everyone everyone would burn would, to a crisp. yeah would the space time continuum rip is there yeah. um any have they publicly said anything about each other or like Elvis towards Weezer like is Costello? there already an established no, relationship
2: um i just think there's just that's an easy dunk of yeah. like just writing a line of like mm-hmm. uh Ooh. i've been doing it for the, like you know following the buddy holly lineage sort of uh thing like it would make sense but i think okay is such a better choice
1: it just seems um, like the obvious one yeah i know charlie xcx has said that she is a big fan of weezer oh
2: yeah she uh rivers wrote uh some songs for her album sucker uh and it's he's written a lot of pop songs that a lot of people don't know about which are crazy
1: and uh Maybe Are we'll get the rapper B O B Bob. Uh, Bob <laughs> oh yeah, B O B B O B
2: Bob.
0: Hell yeah, B-O-B. get B
1: O B in there. Uh, but otherwise, I don't know. N- no one else really comes to mind.
0: I think if Okasic is still kicking, then oh,
1: maybe Weird Al. That's that was a thought. Could be
2: feels feels right, and he's in the Africa video, which
0: also feels right.
1: Oh, maybe Spike Jones.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, that would
1: be cool. Yeah,
0: has he ever done any speeches?
1: No. He's not, his like, I mean, like Beastie Boys are in, but yeah. like anyone else that he really worked with are not exactly in. Yeah, I mean, the
2: thing, the thing that's so weird about Weezer, they just announced this big tour with Green Day today. And they are, they're peers, but it, may, it was weird to see them together. Because mm-hmm. they don't really feel like they're the same era of, Weezer's kind of peerless in that they've had so many so many arcs to their
1: to their I mean, place. and Green Day doesn't put out songs that get the airplay that Weezer does. No. The,
0: when th- is the last time Green Day put out an album? Uh,
1: 2016,
2: they put out a, a record that had a, a moderate, moderate rock hit uh, in Bang Bang. <laughs> but, but yeah, nobody, uh, nobody no, knows that. But, okay. but they put out, you but, know that. I'll say this, um, they, uh, Green Day and Weezer both put out, my two favorite bands both put out singles today, and the Green Day song is kind of weird and not fun and the weezer song is really fun and satisfying but it's probably because green day's been very consistent so when they have like a setback you're like "Ugh!" and when weezer puts out a song that's good yeah you're right so yeah, happy you lowered like the bar they yeah really that's did. that's really it because after the whole africa teal album black album to hear rivers engaged again was like your
1: friend has has been depressed and now yeah. he's out again. like, oh,
3: you're like, great. Oh, nice to see you, buddy. Hey, here. hey. Uh,
1: well, speaking of songs, what yeah. songs do Weezer play at the induction? I think, obviously, Buddy Holly. Yes. I think also Island in the Sun.
0: You gotta get Hashpipe in there. You gotta get Dove I Nose. You I, you think get- the,
1: I think they're gonna go... They do Say It Ain't So also? They, I think they, they Ain't they, So. They will probably
2: do something, do like sort of a, not a medley, but like well, they could do they like, do like a cut. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think they would probably do like Island in the Sun and Say It Ain't So, both kind of have the same sort of minor key kind of vibe, so maybe uh-huh. they go together. Um, I think Buddy Holly's a lock. Buddy Holly's a yeah. lock. That's probably what the last, so they get three songs? Four?
3: Four.
0: Four. Especially well, and some of the songs are shorter. Short.
1: There's a there's a world where they play five. Yeah. I, oh man, I think that perfect situation feels thematically appropriate.
2: I think that's true. I think their best late period hit is if you're wondering if I want you to. I Mm -hmm. think that song is a really. Fun poppy hit, and I think that's a sign that if they, they played could, it like, at the Rock Hall, people would that. be like, "Oh yeah, this is a good, like, like dancing." It's, it's, I feel and, like
0: yeah. they could open with that. Yeah, I feel like I mean, that could be like kind of what the Cure did. You know what I mean? Where they play a song that's like a little lesser known. Yeah, mm-hmm, but they it, just it gets kick it off. Yeah. And I think
2: I when I've seen them play that in concert, it's definitely a song where people like turn to the person with like, "Oh yeah," like uh-huh. it, it's a. Yeah. So I think that's probably what it would be. I think the the only other song that might be played is El Scorcho. Yeah. I think... To play something they, off of Pinkerton. They would have to you, do... Uh, they, they would. would I think they would maybe play like a verse of a Pinkerton song, but I think it would have to be represented. Like, yeah. But definitely, I mean, Buddy Holly's the biggest lock.
1: If Weezer gets inducted, will you go to the ceremony with us? Oh, boy. Uh... I I might because I felt yeah, I think you had Connor to. you definitely
0: I would felt and so, also you'd be hanging out with us like yeah it was yeah
2: like it would be fun <laughs> like a sad little sojourn yeah. by yourself I <laughs> well, I'm so obsessed with just Rivers as a person that I would want to hear what his speech yeah, would be yeah you'd want to hear the unedited because version. like yeah. he's he such go. a odd person that it never you never feel like you're actually hearing his real thoughts anymore. So now you put it... No, it's true. Like, I know what you mean. He, it, it, when you hear him in interviews, it feels like there's a gun to his head. Like <laughs> like this morning, I listened to uh, like the Beats 1 interview he did when they premiered the single, and they're like, Rivas, there's a lot of guitars on this. He's like, yeah, there are. And then that was his answer. Good Lord. And it was just so I, funny. I think his him writing a speech would be... I think he would give... I I think the thing, the easy thing he'll probably do is he'll probably cede most of the speech to uh, the rest of the band.
1: Well, one thing we noticed at the last induction ceremony is they are letting the the front man Mm -hmm. give the speech in exchange for more time to play. Oh yeah. wow! Okay, so, so who knows if they would take that? Because
2: zombies did not take that. But I love bases. the Green Day uh, speech because all three of them are having so much fun. Yeah, those, yeah, the but there's stage. also
0: only three of them. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's yeah. a different. And they're situation. also all, and
2: they're personas, all yeah, personas. Yeah, personas. Like, yeah, I mean that uh, is a band with three front. No now. one. I, I I love Brian Bell as a. Uh, Guitarist and like as a harmony vocalist, but, he but I an don't think anyone man. knows anything about Brian yeah, Bell. No, he is not a rock star,
1: um, even though technically he is.
2: Yeah, he's that's the thing. The it, others, they're anonymous. The other three members yeah. are are. The bi- some of the biggest rock it's like the killers like can you name any other member of the killers it's impossible no um yeah it's it's, it's it's literally impossible they don't have names as far as, yes. as, no. as i can yes i will i will go on record yes Random i will come the gang. yes that's to, great okay uh, yes, we've got it on I will record. absolutely okay. come. connor's joining I, us in yeah. 10
1: years <laughs> <laughs>
2: 10 years
1: <laughs> uh, who knows well thank you connor for doing this i really oh, appreciate yeah, it this has been fun um where can we find you online or if there's anything you want to plug uh
2: nothing really to Plug, I just guess plug your Twitter. Uh, my you know. Twitter is at Connor the Connor C O N O R uh, C O N O R, and uh, I mainly just post uh, things about movies and bands I like. So there's uh, it,
0: on all platforms. I would say on all if you platforms. You start following I do Connor, it. you're going to be learning like about music. his specific brand of movies and music <laughs> that he no, no, does no, no, enjoy no, they, very can much. Can we say book. it's a little?
2: It, I, I, there's some interesting I
0: don't, oh, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't think it's not interesting, okay. but it is quite specific to you. Yes.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at rockhallpod. You can email us at rockallpod at gmail.com. If you want Kristen to see it, you're going to have to say that somewhere in there. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us five stars only. If you're leaving a review because of this episode, say, big Mama, what was it?
0: I big, stick big, big Stick big Mama. Big Stick Mama. I was, literally like, I was like, was it Mama Earlier we were like, jam? remember that, and then no one like, wrote that. big stick
1: stick mama mama, so we know that you listen to this episode thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo you see Kim for the music thank you to Joy Divine for the equipment thank you to Chad Briggs and Dave Schilling for letting us record in the apartment that I share with them thank you to Pantheon Podcast for hosting us I'm Joe Cozala
0: I'm Kristen Stutter and
1: who cares about the
0: rock hall